are about to hear a life-changing message preached at the Kodesh Family Church in Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In 2 Corinthians 13 verse 14 it reads, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay continues the series on the Holy Spirit. He teaches us in this message about the communion of the Holy Spirit. Communion is where our lives meet with the life of the Holy Spirit. Without the influence of the Holy Spirit, we cannot live a fulfilled life. So let's listen in to this anointed word and learn how we must constantly and consistently seek the help and guidance of the Holy Spirit. Be blessed. Come on, come on, come on. Do you remember joy you felt tonight? Do you remember you were born again? You went around telling everyone. Do you remember happy in church? In his presence all day long. Do you remember singing in the choir? You went to church almost every day. Do you remember the time God spoke to you? Do you remember the time he touched your heart? Oh, remember the time Jesus changed your life? Do you remember the time? Do you remember when God called you? You said, I'll go to the ends of the world. Do you remember what you said to him? You said, I'll take up my cross and follow you. Do you remember the dreams you had and the visions you shared with us? Do you remember? Has laid on you. You were ordained and you were anointed. Do you remember the time God spoke to you? Do you remember the time He touched your heart? Oh, remember the time Jesus saved your life? Do you remember the time? Those sweet memories. Of the call of God will never leave your heart. For the call of God is without repentance. Remember the time God spoke to you. Do you remember the time He touched your heart? Oh, remember the time Jesus changed your life. Do you remember the time? I guess you remember, I guess you remember, I guess you remember, remember, hey, I guess you remember, I guess you remember. Do you remember the time God spoke to you? Do you remember the time? Hush your heart, remember the time. 
Jesus changed your life Do you remember the time? Do you remember the time? God spoke to you Do you remember the time? He touched your heart Oh, remember the time Jesus saved your life Do you remember the time? How's it going so far? Are you liking it already? Okay. Wait. There are, there are a lot more to come. Hallelujah. Now, you know, tell somebody it's time for the word. And we are about to hear the infallible and unadulterated word of God. Hallelujah. And you know what? Reverend is going to give you a special Mother's Day message today. Hallelujah. So, let's rise to our feet and then join hands to welcome our very own Reverend Kojo Olins Lindsay to come and minister unto us. Hallelujah. Come on, let's lift our voice filled out to the Lord and sing. Come on, come on. Woo! Oh, come on, come on. Give your best dance. Those who know your name. Those who know your name. To the right. To the right. To the left. To the for Jesus shall we pray heavenly father we come to you indeed you are a blessing to mankind so much a blessing that when you created the first species of mankind when you saw it was not good for man to be alone you give us a help appropriate for us the woman Father, today the men celebrate this gift of a woman that you give to us. Not only that, you made us understand why you give us that gift, to help us. And you call yourself the mighty breasted one, but you give the breast to the woman. Without the women, we are not fed. Without the women, we are not nourished. We pray that this morning as we come, let those mighty breasts of yours feed us with the word. And let the helper, the Holy Spirit, anoint the word and anoint me to bring the word for this Mother's Day. Let there be a double dose of the anointing. I bind every work of Satan and I declare everyone here will be given a gift appropriate for our needs as your word comes in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Put your hands together for Jesus. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Well, today we want to, last week, we started sharing about what? What did we share last week? See, young people, you just here. You're looking on internet. You don't even remember. What did we share last week? Lyric. Shame on you. Leon. Leon. Shame on you. What did we share last week? Yeah. What? What did we share? The Holy Spirit. Clap for her for 35 points. I'm very disappointed. Check out your notebook, please. So when you come, you just sit down. You don't remember anything. You see, it is believed that people who bring their Bible, people who don't bring their Bible to church often don't read their Bible. It's true. Anybody who doesn't write notes is somebody who usually doesn't read the Bible. Not absolute, but it's true to a very large extent. Everybody who feels the Bible is important, when the Bible is opened, they opened something. They either opened their Bible or they opened their notebook. No, it's a shame. We're losing the quality of a good church. And let's change. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's change. If somebody is important to you, his words are remembered. And you know, God says he wants his words to be remembered. So he gave us the Holy Spirit. And in John chapter 14, verse number 26, John chapter 14, it says, and the comforter. You know what? Turn off these screens so that everybody, you pick up your Bible and read yourself, please. Because we are losing that. Most people don't read their Bibles at home. And when we come to church too, we give them an opportunity not to read their Bibles. That's not good. Okay? So I think that to make things better, people don't read the Bible fine, but at least when they come to church once a week, we should give them an opportunity in case they don't read the Bible so that they can read their Bible. Is it a fair statement? Yeah. If you are, do you think it's the right thing to do? If you are, do you think it's the right thing to do? Yeah, I mean, if we're not going to open our Bibles in church, where will we open our Bible? So whether your Bible is on your cell phone, is on your in, in, on, in a book form, or it's on your iPad, please open it. Okay, so everybody should open your Bible. Lady Pastor, where is your Bible? It's on your cell phone. Ah, you can use mine. Amen. So, God is expecting everybody to read your Bible. Please open your Bible to John chapter 14. Because it's Mother's Day, I'm supposed to be stopping. No, this is softness. This is actually the right thing to do. A mother will tell you to read your Bible, isn't it? So I'm trying to be a mother here. Thank you for thanking me. John chapter 14, verse number 26. The Bible says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send, give a new King James first, um, but the Helper, it's also the Helper, which is the Holy Ghost, or Holy Spirit, whom the Father, 26. Can you? Do some better job. Uh, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. You know, 
The kind of Christian that the Lord is looking for is the one who remembers the things he said to them. So when I'm asking, what did we preach about last week? I'm just representing Jesus' view. Jesus is expecting that when a message comes from the Bible, that it, the pastor should be able to ask the congregation, do you remember? Remember what the song Liana sang? Do you remember? Do you remember? So Liana, you should remember. Not just sing, but remember. You see, you've taken a piece of paper to write the notes on. You throw the paper away. Bring a notebook next week, okay? I'll inspect it. No paper. I've told you this 35 times. Okay, no paper. Bring a notebook. Bring a... How can you can dress up nicely with nice bag, nice... And you don't carry a Bible. Where are you going? To a club? How can you dress nicely to church and you forget the reason you were dressing? And say, I shouldn't say it. Where else will it be said? When you are dressing and you haven't dressed your spirit, think about it twice. But the helper, the Holy Spirit will help us. Tell somebody the helper will help us. <clears throat> if we're going to be Christian, let's be Christians properly. There's no point. Bible says you are either hot or cold. If you are lukewarm, that it promised those who are lukewarm, you, it's better you didn't start. You will spew us out. He said, Jesus said it. In the book of Revelation, when he was reading the, what John was told by Jesus, is what he was writing. He says, you are neither hot nor cold. But because you are lukewarm, I will spew you out of my mouth. Do you know the things you spew out? If something is too, I don't like it. It stinks. Mm. Have you eaten some nuts? That one was a bad nut. No, it's, no, no, no. Spit it out. You spew. Spew it out. You want to come out quickly. May none of us be spewed out in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Christianity sometimes is the kind that the Lord throws out. Because we are not hot, we are not cold. We, we are in church, but we will not be hot. Why? Let's be Christians properly. Yeah. On this Mother's Day, let's be proper children of the Lord properly. Okay. So God says he wants you to remember the things that you learn, the things that are taught in the church, the things that are read from the Bible. And please, Christians, let's read the Bible. Amen. There's nothing else that represents God Better than the Bible, not even the best pastor can represent Jesus the way the Bible, that Bible calls the Word of God Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The best way God can represent Himself to you in this world is not by a good pastor, it's by the Bible. The pastor is only as good as the amount of words he brings to you from the Bible. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And if the pastor enforces the word, insists on the word, encourages you to bring your Bible, you are seeing a good representative of Jesus Christ. Amen. In case you are quarreling that, eh, I didn't bring my Bible, you are making me feel bad. No, I'm making you feel good. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. The feeling is not important. Feel bad, but be good. Amen. 
Let the fe feelings will pass. But who are you? Your identity never changes, but your feelings change. So if this bad feeling can be made better, so long as your identity is Christian. So, the word is the most important. I would say heaven and earth will pass away, but not a dot or a tittle of my word will pass away. Everything else is the word. The thing about this church that is the most important is the word. Okay? So let's emphasize it. That's why I've turned off these things when it comes to the word, so that you will use your personal word. If I can leave you with a personal word to carry along with you, rather than let the word remain on a screen, mm. it never entered you. When you open it, you are likely to underline it. Mm. You are likely to see where it was. Highlight it. Yeah, highlight it. You are likely to know how to open it. Yeah, that action will actually imprint something in your heart, your memory. Because that's what the helper is supposed to do. The greatest help is to bring to your remembrance. Mm. So that's what the helper does. Yes. So I'm actually helping you. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yeah. By uh, making sure you remember what I taught. Yeah. That's a great help. The helper does that. The helper, the Holy Spirit. And the Father sends in the name of Jesus to represent him. To do what? So that to teach all things. And not only to teach it that to bring to your remembrance all things that Jesus said. Amen. Bring the Amplified Bible. Let me amplify Amen. it and put speakers in it for Amen. you. Amen. So that I can hear it louder. louder. See what the Amplified says. Mm. The Amplified says, but the Comforter, who is also called the Counselor, I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit that I'm talking about is your Counselor. He's called the Helper, the Intercessor. The advocate, he's the strengthener. Anybody who is despising the Holy Spirit is you are despising your strength, your Christian strength, your Christian help, your Christian intercessor. He's the Holy Spirit. And many of us don't interact with him. Since last week that I preached about the Holy Spirit, church members are talking to me about things the Holy Spirit has been saying and talking to them about. And God's Spirit has been speaking, but they had not been obvious. Anything that you make obvious through preaching starts manifesting in the congregation. Amen. He's an intercessor. Stand back. He's standing by, gentle, only for you to tap. I need your help. Most people don't tap on the Holy Spirit. That's why Bible intention says, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, say the Lord. When you tried your might, which is the usual thing, you've tried your power, which is limited anyway, and it's not working. Remember, what else is there? Then you remember, somebody is standing by. The Holy Spirit. Clap for the Lord Amen. Jesus. Amen. The Holy Spirit. Amen. When you realize you've used your might, it has not worked. Your power and many things to be like that. When I'm doing the procedure, and I'm, 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 by the grace of God, I'm quite skilled at it. And I'm doing it. The place that I get stuck. I don't do anything. I just call on the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you honestly. Yeah. And when I'm speaking in tongues, that people think that I'm speaking my Ghana language. I said, no problem. And in these days of masks, it's even easier. Alo, Sablanto, Kala, Sebretos. They think I'm singing, and I put a tune to it. He's singing in his Ghanaian dialect. No problem. I'm singing the heavenly dialect, which the Holy Ghost understands. And by the time they realize what power could not do, what might could not do, 
the spirit who is standing by has been called on to do. May that be your portion in Jesus' name. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. That means he will send. Jesus Christ was speaking. Our Paul was actually, yeah, Jesus was speaking and telling them, look, as I'm going, I was here. I taught you for three years. Last week I taught you. I've been with you for three years. But I need to go. I taught you that in John 16. Jesus says, I, it's expedient. It's your advantage that I go away. Because if I don't go away, the helper will not come. Amen. The comforter will not come. The teacher will not come. Amen. But if I go away, the Lord will bring him to you. Amen. Therefore, allow me to go away. Why are you sad that I'm going away? So Jesus, in other words, was telling the people, when I go away, the comforter, the Holy Spirit will come. In other words, if you've been calling upon me for miracles, signs, and wonders, you didn't have fish, I helped you, your mother was sick, and I healed, all these things, somebody is coming who will do all those things for you. Wow. It's called the Holy Spirit. Wow. And the Bible says, he will come in my place. The Holy Spirit is Jesus, portable Jesus. Pocket-sized Jesus. Yeah. It's personalized Jesus. Jesus unlimited. The Jesus customized Jesus. Thank you. I love it. Give me some more words. That's what it is. That is who he is. Jesus came for three years, you know, and came to represent. Otherwise, people would not have believed. So God had to come in person through his son. For people to believe. This is God. The miracles were just to prove who he was. He said things that nobody had ever said. He made parables that everybody remembers. When they say the prodigal son, we all remember. When they say the good Samaritan, we all remember. There are very few stories that imprint so indelibly. It's so vivid. It's because he's Jesus. He's God. Yeah. But when he left... It was a void was created. God was never intending to give you something. The Bible says the gifts and callings of the Lord, they are without repentance. It means he does not take them back. That's right. So he never took Jesus back. But he brought them in another, him in another form, the Holy Spirit. So pocket-sized Jesus, customized Jesus, unlimited Jesus, right. personalized Jesus. Stand by. Jesus himself said, He is going to be sent by the Father in my name. When the somebody says he's coming in my name, what does it mean? He's an ambassador. He's an ambassador. It means that when you call my name, he will show up. He will show up. He's the one to show up. He's coming in my name. You call my name, but as I'm coming, this is the guy I've sent in my name. I can't be there, but he will do what I will do. Clap for Jesus. Victoria, it's good to see you. You think that's your mother alone? Rana, we're sharing with you. Say thank you. <laughs> you know, when I see a car, and then I can get more people. When I was going to Houston, the more people that came in my car, the more valuable my car was. I always like it that way. The more people that can actually come on your help tickets, the more valuable you are. Wow. Wow. Yeah. After when you drive alone, you use the same guy. After all, you take your mother home, use the same mother. When other people can come and take some breast milk from her, why not? Otherwise, the breast will dry up. Clap for. That's why God is a mighty breasted one. 
Mama, today I have just made it official. We're all enjoying, you know. Auntie Wamina, thank you. You know, I don't want to say that everybody's going to enjoy you, but it's okay. Let's go on. Uh -huh. <laughs> Whom the Father will send in my name. And the Amplified Bible is quick to let you understand and amplify what he's saying. It means he, the Holy Spirit will come in my place. Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will now be in my place. What Jesus did is what the Holy Spirit will do. To rep and then he says, to represent me. The Holy Spirit represents Jesus. Amen. So ladies and gentlemen, every Christian here who is refused or has not, does not interact with the Holy Spirit, you are almost a Jesus-free Christian. Wow. wow. Yeah, and Jesus is crying. Look at the people. I brought a representative and they are not making use of him. Yeah. Christians without the Holy Spirit interaction are Christians without Jesus. I can assure you. Hey. Let me prove it. Anybody who is not into the Holy Spirit is a powerless Christian. Mm. It's a weak Christian. It's a lame Christian. Say it. You watch your life, you'll see. The times you are into the Holy Spirit are the times your Christianity takes the most. It. And you watch it. Even from last week till now, I've seen people's Christianity have risen because somebody gave me a testimony. He said, yesterday we had an all-day prayer time here, retreat. And I called somebody and the person said, for shepherds and church workers. So if you're not invited, don't say, why did they leave me? I know. It was for church workers and leaders. Okay. Uh -huh. So, but you could have come. Anytime you're here for leaders and you come, won't, won't reject you. No, at all. So I called this person. The person said, uh, give me all kinds of excuses why the person cannot. The person hung up the phone. And I was just, just praying. And then Lord led me to call the person again. When I called the person, I didn't say anything. Then the person told me, I said, you don't know what has happened since you called me and now. I said, what is it? I was calling the person to reach the husband. Then the person tells me, let me tell you. I went to take my shower so that I can go to work or go to sleep like I said. And while I was in the bathroom, the person said the Holy Spirit spoke to me clearly. Wow. Mm. Clearly. I'm sure if it wasn't for the fact that I had taught, talked about the Holy Spirit, he would have said, oh, something. You know, something spoke to me. I heard a certain voice. Something told me that if you are a proper Christian who interacts with the Holy Spirit, what you say, the Holy Spirit said. Amen. And sometimes, Amen. like you going on a plane, that something says, don't go, don't go. And if you know the Holy Spirit, you know his voice. Yeah. He told me that the Holy Spirit came and told him, you actually rejected this thing. He said, carry on with your shower quickly, but you're going for the meeting. Wow. Go for the meeting. And he said, that meeting is supposed to fight an attack that is coming against the church. Wow. And if you are involved, you are blessed. We were here the whole day praying, 12 hours from 7, actually 13 at 7 to 8, almost. Right. Yeah. We didn't go anywhere. Stayed on it, on it. And the Holy Spirit told us, say, you don't know eh, what the church is doing. It's supposed to deliver the church and the church members from an attack on their lives and therefore join it. Wow. He said, after that, he was shaking. So when I called her and she was talking to me, I said, what is he talking about? He said, oh, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And another person called me. The Holy Spirit said, 
I don't hear this kind of language for the church members until I started teaching it. Right. Mm. You'll be the next person to say the Holy Spirit told you. Amen. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. It's the same as Jesus said. The Lord has spoken to me. Because the Holy Spirit is the Lord. And he said, he will come in my place to represent me and to act on my behalf. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I am introducing you to the person you have rejected. Oh. But when I say you've rejected Jesus, you tell me, ah, Pastor, don't say that. Jesus is my personal savior. I've never rejected him. But you have. You have. Actually, the Bible says that he that sent, he that rejects you rejects me. And he that rejects me rejects him that sent me. So he said that he will be acting on my behalf. And he will teach you all things. The Holy Spirit, eh? And he will cause you to recall. He will remind you of, bring to your remembrance everything I've told you. Most Christians who don't remember even the message you preach, they don't have the Holy Spirit. I'll tell you honestly. You won't remember. But when you take on the Holy Spirit, you know, there is a certain way that if the Holy Spirit himself teaches you, it's hard to forget. When a word comes and you open up with the help of the Holy Spirit to teach you, it's hard to forget. Pastor Richard, uh -huh. it's hard to forget. It's true. It is very true. That is why people who write notes, they don't know it, but they are operating by the Holy Spirit because he records everything. Wow. Yeah. One way of making sure the Holy Spirit is helping you is to even write notes. Amen. Amen. Nobody should come to church without notebook from today. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Because wow. Jesus' recommendation is that you should remember the things that he teaches. Amen. You go to a class, sociology class, biology class, womanology class, and you write notes, psychology class, you write notes because they said it will help your marriage. It will help your trauma. It will help your ADHD. You write notes. But when it comes to the king of kings and the lord of lords, you refuse to write notes. What kind of thinking is that? Amen. Amen. So, last week we talked about it, and I think you understand it. That is real. Today, I want to share, you know, this book, The Anointing and the Presence, chapter 5. The book that's written by a bishop. It talks about the anointing and the presence. It says the Holy Spirit comes in three forms. The Holy Spirit comes, as, comes to be, um, in fact, let's read John chapter 14 from verse 16 down. John chapter 14 from verse 16, New King James. It says that, from the 15 says, um, if you love me, you keep my commandments. Okay? And then verse 16 says, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you, or I'll pray to the Father, and he will give you another helper, another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Jesus forever. Jesus did three years with the disciples and went, but he sent them the Holy Spirit to be forever. And then he goes on, next verse. That spirit of truth, he's called the spirit of truth. 
whom the world cannot receive is only for believers. Eh? Yeah, he's only for believers. The world cannot receive him. I'm sending you great help. He's called the helper. This is what is missing in most Christians. That when you hear Christians who say, I don't even know whether the Lord exists. I don't even know where is God. Most of the time, often they don't know that the reason, the problem is them. They have not engaged the person God gave wow. them. Wow. Where is God? Why? Why am I suffering? Why am I? Because you have not interacted with the helper. Please, is he reading the Bible? The, the Bible, what verse is that? My dear, try, try and let her focus on the Bible, okay? Now, he says the world should be different from Christians. The world cannot have his help. You can have his help. The world does not see him, cannot receive him, does not see him, does not even know him. You can't get help from somebody you cannot receive, you cannot know, you cannot see. But you know him because he dwells with you and will be in you. So the Holy Spirit comes in three ways. He can be inside of you, which is what produces the fruits of the Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is inside of you, works on your inside, you show kindness. It affects your character. It's called the fruits of the Spirit. Mm. Galatians yeah. chapter 5, verse 22 onwards. Right. It says, and these are the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. And it says, love, peace, patience, long-suffering, joy, meekness, gentleness, and mentions all goodness. All and it says, against such there is no law. In other words, your character will be so no without flaw that you will not, nobody will take anything against you. You will work in perfection. That's how God changes us, by putting the Holy Spirit inside us. And that's the character. Living inside you, you take on the nature of God. Most Christians who behave like unbelievers don't have the Holy Spirit indwelling them or have not allowed the Holy Spirit to indwell them. Because look, really when you are misbehaving and you hear a voice. You call it conscience, but it's the Holy Spirit in us. Amen. His intention is to change you, yeah. to become a beautiful, loving, caring, faithful, patient, good, kind, gentle person. Look, I was terrible, and he's still working on me. Because sometimes my wife tells me that this new day is terrible. Oh, yeah, I'm getting better. That's the Holy Spirit in us. Amen. Then the Holy Spirit upon us, it's also called the anointing. That gives you ability, gifts, talents. Like I can preach, like I know I can preach by the grace of God. Amen. It's the anointing, it's the Holy Spirit upon me. You see Amen. the guys who sang, it's the Holy Ghost upon them to sing That's better right. than the girls. Amen. <laughs> Don't put marks on it yet till Father's Day. you see that we sang better for the Lord Jesus. <laughs> Is the anointing to sing. It's upon. Then we have the Holy Spirit with you. Amen. That is what we call the presence of God. He companies with you. The presence of God. Wow. You see somebody, you can see there is something around. One day I went, I was work, walking on the ward, taking care of my patient, and a nurse that I'd never met said, Doc, can I talk to you? And I said, well, said Doc, you've been here the past three days. I don't know you. But you carry, you are bigger than you are. Did you wow. know that? I, I don't know. Say so you are bigger than where, where you are. 
greater than you are. It's because of who is with you. David went to fight Goliath and he fought with a stone. Everybody thought the stone was what killed Goliath, but he was the presence of God with Amen. David. Amen. Little boy with a big presence. Wow. That is who you walk with. When they say God with us, Emmanuel, God with us, Emmanuela, God with asses. <laughs> we just recently got Emmanuel in our church, so I know that God is with us. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Those are the three different forms the Holy Spirit comes. Believe God for God's presence. Amen. God with us. Believe God for God's indwelling, the Holy Spirit's Amen. indwelling. God in us. Amen. Christ in us. The hope of glory. Amen. Believe God for God to be with you. Amen. Or, or upon you. I mean, upon me, me I, you know, the jacket. Today, I mean, when I'm home and I take off my jacket, I'm not preaching, I take off my cross. That is the gift. Depending on the circumstances, the Lord uses for different things. Comes upon you. Comes upon you to do things. You come, I come to your house and there's somebody sick. Comes upon me and I lay hands and they get healed. That's the anointing. Amen. All that is supernatural. It's for every Christian. But when I give you money and you refuse to use it, you will be poor. That's right. Say amen. amen. It doesn't mean you don't have money. It just means you have not engaged the money. Mm. You know money is useless until you use it. That's right. Do you know however much money that is? Give me this phone. This phone can have a lot of money on it. But unless I go to the bank account and I do a Zelle transfer, Emanuela can be sitting by the rich man and never receive anything. Mm -hmm. Because you have not engaged. Not engaged. Yes, wow. you have not engaged. That's the Holy Spirit, my dear brothers wow. and sisters. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Wow. Engage the Holy Spirit. Engage. That's why his other name is Standby. Wow. Waiting. Standby. He's also the waiter. He's just waiting. Mm. If a waitress is standing there, until you place your order, you, mm. God, you may be in the restaurant, but you'll be hungry. Oh, there are people in church who have no God. Oh, not because God doesn't exist, but they have not engaged. Listen, the way the world has become, Adam and Eve sold out to the devil. That's right. The devil has full authority. Mm -hmm. The only way is when we engage him. It was the opposite, but it's changed. In heaven, God has authority. Satan cannot come there until God gives him authority. Just like in the case of Job. Bible says when God met his sons, Satan also came there. Satan could not do anything until God allowed him to. That's a heavenly atmosphere. That's right. Amen. Amen. And I'm so sad to say that most Christians don't engage the Holy Spirit. Almost every Christian, mm -hmm. including pastors. Oh, give us. Let me just say something, just for the sake of what we are teaching, for us to know that it's whatever, whether it's true or not. Be sincere. Be sincere. How many have prayed and mentioned the name of Jesus Christ recently? Jesus Christ. Yeah. When you pray, you bow means you mention Jesus Christ. Okay. Let me ask this. Almost everybody. How many have prayed and mentioned the Holy Spirit recently? Okay. 
Good. This is even better. How many, before last week, I said the Holy Spirit, your regular attitude was every day you mentioned the Holy Spirit? Even fewer. So you see, more people, most of these kids, they don't pray, they don't, they don't care. I'm telling you. They're just happy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's why I've decided to take them on myself. And what I'm teaching them recently is the Holy Spirit. Because yes. if they can be transformed and they can have the presence of God with them, they'll be like David. Little boy, but full of power. Yes. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Wow. They will be like Joseph. Mm. Little boy, but full of presence of God. Amen. Excellence. Yes. I'm going to show you that the Holy Spirit makes us even prosper. Yeah, but we don't engage him. Today I want to talk for a brief moment about the communion of the Holy Spirit. The com Last week I talked about the reality of the Holy Spirit. Today I'm talking about the presence, communion of the Holy Spirit, under the presence. Now, this is the word communion. It comes from this word, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. Scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. The communion of the Holy Spirit. The word communion is common union. Common. Open your Bible to 2 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 13. Chapter 13, verse 14. The Bible says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Say amen. amen. So, Bible wants the communion of the Holy Spirit to be with all Christians. With all. All. Somebody say all. All. Includes me. Includes me. And point to somebody, includes you. Includes you. The Holy communion of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, the Bible says the communion of the Holy Spirit. The communion of the Holy Spirit is to have common union with the Holy Spirit. Common, we are united. The Amen. Holy Spirit and I, there is nothing. You see, the ring that we wear, at the wedding, it's a union between two male and female. It's a ring, union, united. Holy Spirit and Michael United football team. Wow. Amen. It's a partnership. It's a marriage. No divorce. When you see me, you see my wife. When you see Michael Christian, you see the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's how it should be. That's the communion, common union. United, it should be a common wow. thing to find a Christian united with the Holy Spirit. It should be a common thing. Wow. Yeah. It means united. It means where lives meet. Your life and the life of the Holy Spirit meet. When you are living, is the Holy Spirit living? After all, it is the breath of God that makes you come alive That's right. in the first place. You are dust. And the breath of God made you to come alive. Why do you want to live without the breath of God? Just because Satan has actually changed the composition because of Adam and Eve, because of sin. So I want to prove to you that it's a travesty for a Christian to live without the Holy Spirit. Wow, show us. Yeah. The communion of the Holy Spirit, common union. This scripture here. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, say it, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit 
be with us all. Amen. We even say now and forevermore. Amen. Now watch this. Watch this. We have all engaged with the grace of God. Because it's the grace of God. By grace are we saved through grace. Not of ourselves. It's a gift of God. Not of works. Lest any man should boast. So Christians never deny or reject or despise the grace of God. They know. They know you can't be saved. Almost all real Christians know the grace of God is important. Without the grace and deserve favor, you can't do anything. That's so we've true. embraced well the grace of God. So grace of God, come and sit here. And the love, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the grace of Jesus, and the love of God, love of God, come. Love, love, love. Sister, love. Sister, love. Come. Come. Now, this is the problem. The communion of the Holy Spirit. Everybody has now taken it as it's for pastors. Mm. Wow. Mm. It's for conventions, yeah. for miracle services. Mm. It's for superstars, T.D. Jakes, uh, who are the great Bishop Dag. It's for Reverend says. <laughs> So Christians have left this chair for super Christians. There is nothing like a super Christian. The people you call super Christians are ordinary Christians who have learned to engage the super Jesus, the Holy Spirit, who have engaged. And so they look like super Christians. They are not. They are just like you. They have embraced the grace of Christ, the love of God, and they have embraced, embraced the Holy Spirit. Oh. Wow. A Christian without the Holy Spirit is like a car with a chauffeur, but no gas. <laughs> Let me tell you what it means. The car is the vehicles. Vehicle. It's like God, the love of God. Bible says our lives are hid with Christ in God. Wow. So we are in the car, God. We are in the vehicle, God. Everything is about God. We are in him. In him, we live and move and have our being. We are in the Lord. No problem. The love of God is what keeps us kept by the power of God. We are all inside that vehicle. New Mercedes SUV. We are in. No problem. And then God gives you a chauffeur. In Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ said in John 14, says, I'm the way. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man no can man. come to the Father but by me. So he's a driver who drives us and directs us. By his blood, we were translated from the kingdom of darkness oh. to the kingdom of his dear son. He's the chauffeur. Without him, you have no direction. He had the GPS. He directs us. Till Jesus came, we knew nothing about the Lord. He is the mediator. There's one God and one mediator between God and man, the man, Jesus Christ. He's the chauffeur. Here we are. We're all set. Car is set. God's love in place. Chauffeur said, Jesus Christ has done his job. He's sitting waiting. But there comes the standby. You've had the car. Most Christians are going nowhere to happen without the fuel called the Holy Spirit. Clap for the Lord wow. Jesus. You ain't going from Memphis to Nashville 
Jesus has a destination to translate us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. But you're going nowhere. I'm the way that through the life means nothing without the fuel, the Holy Spirit. Even our new birth, when everything is set, that says that which is born of flesh is flesh, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. You don't engage him. You ain't going nowhere. Christians without the Holy Spirit don't be, amount to much. They can't read the Bible. They can't understand the Bible. They can't pray. They are frustrated children of the king. Mercy. Yeah. It's like some of my children who don't take my advice. Parents are only there to, to, to save the children from their own foolishness until they can have enough sense to think for themselves. That's right. That's right. So parent, children who listen to parents, they do well. Oh, yeah, they do well. I've seen all my church members and the ones who are doing well. I know, I know who's going I can even tell who's going to do well. And I'm on my biological children, I know. Until they turn. The one was such a fool. Until he turned. And the foolishness turned when he started listening. And you see his life today. Wow. Beautiful. Amen. Your life will be very beautiful Amen. now that you are turning to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Your life will be now beautiful now that you are turning towards Amen. the Holy Spirit. Your real life wow. is coming. Your real life of a Christian is coming. Amen. The Christian's power-laden life. Amen. Your powerful, anointed life. When you see me, can you not admire I know a song. That's called, Look at Me. What's it called? I know who I am. Uh, what is the word? Look. Can you see? What's that? So, what, what is it, sir? Can't you see I'm a wonder? It doesn't matter what you see now. Can you see His glory? Because I know who I am. Take a look at me. I'm a wonder. It doesn't matter what you see now. Come on. Can you see his glory? Hey, hey, I know. Hey, take a look at me. I'm a wonder. Come on. It doesn't matter what you see now. Can you see? But we can't see his glory in you until you engage the Holy Spirit. Because the glory, the Shekinah glory of God is encapsulated in the super Holy Ghost. You can never be holy, but he will make you holy. Amen. You can never heal anybody, but he will make you heal. Amen. You can never really understand the Bible, but you'll be shocked. He will make you understand Amen. to the point where you can even teach it. Wow. You can never pray until he makes you pray. You yeah. can never really have supernatural encounters, dreams and visions. He cannot speak to you wow. until you engage the Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah. You watch it. Help us. Okay. My life with the Holy Spirit and my life without the Holy Spirit have been two different, like night and day. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Take a look at me. I'm a wonder. You'll be a wonder. Amen. The wonderful Holy Spirit. Amen. The wonder-laden Holy Spirit. Amen. The power-laden Holy Amen. Spirit. I see your car with the chauffeur now being fueled Amen. by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. The third person. And you know what communion means? Communion means to partner with you. Yeah. It means to participate. Mm. It means to fellowship. Fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. Wow. Partnering. The, 
I tell Holy Spirit, every morning, Holy Spirit, come, let's go. In fact, sometimes I, I'm actually feeling sleepy. I don't do well with, with um, ringing, whatever, setting alarms. I get headaches. So when I have to wake up, just tell the Holy Spirit, I need to go to this place at 6.30. Wow. It's, like, it's like an alarm clock. I'm telling you, he will wake me up gently without headache. Without headache. Oh, yes. Wow. Oh, yes. Wow. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Listen, the Holy Spirit is not just for conventions and preaching. Yeah. He will be with you forever. Are you forever in the church? You're in your home. You're, in some place. You're at work. He operates at work. He operates at home. He operates in the toilet. The most times I have heard the Holy Spirit speak is when I'm under the shower, naked like a banana. Oh, yeah. And the person wow. who called me about what the Holy Spirit said, said, Pastor, I was in the shower. And he was asking, Pastor, how come? I've Holy Spirit are speaking to me a few times. Each time, it was because I was in the shower. Why? I said, because you are naked. You are not your usual proud self. No facade. Yeah. You are not wearing something that makes you big. Yes. You are naked as you came, and it can minister to you as you are. Hey. Just humble be state. humble hey. and receive hey. the koinonia, the partnership, yes. the fellowship, the benefits of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce you to your best man ever, your best person ever, the best, the most active, God's action wing the Holy Spirit, the personalized part of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. God the Father is in heaven. Jesus is on his right hand. The Holy Spirit is a shuttle between you and them. I pray that from today you will engage. Amen. I pray from today Amen. you will talk to him. Talk yes. to him. Talk to him like you're talking to yes. a friend. In fact, communion means, it means the other word is, 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 is um, the, the intercourse, the Something intercourse. Um, let me read it. The, the social intercourse. Yeah. When you grab a good Bible and you click on the Greek, it says social intercourse. Intercourse, sexual intercourse is being knit together. You are into each other, right? Excuse me. Excuse me. Help me. I mean, don't see it in any other way. Basa is saying a bad word. I mean, when I say these things, you say, I'm saying it. it's sexual intercourse. It means into each other. That's how it is. Amen. Well, social intercourse, it means you are into each other social. That's it. That means, socially means what? In your relationships. Wow. Socially means finances, mm -hmm. at home, mm -hmm. domestic issues. Oh. oh, yeah. I've spoken to the Holy Spirit about my marriage many times, about my children many times, about my job many times. I've spoken to the Holy Spirit about my sleep many times. I've even spoken about my clothes. Amen. Yeah. I've spoken to him about my relationships. Everything is about him. Amen. May you see the Holy Spirit as the best friend. Yes. As the person you need. Yes. God needs the Holy Spirit. Jesus needs the Holy Spirit. That's right. You need the Holy the Spirit. Put your hands for the ultimate helper. Rise to your feet. God will in next week I'll talk to you about receiving the Holy Spirit. Come believing God for the baptism of the Holy Spirit.
Baptism means being immersed in him. I am now into him. Amen. Fully. To baptize means I'm changed. I've taken on the Holy Spirit and nothing will change. Next week, I want you to come expecting to be fully immersed. Fully. Yes. Mm. You deserve it, Lord. You deserve Mm. my hallelujah belongs to you. Holy Spirit, we will engage you. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah, my hallelujah belongs to you. Belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. Oh, lift your hands. You deserve it. You deserve it. Father, you deserve it. Holy Spirit, you deserve it. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah, my hallelujah belongs to you. Hallelujah, wait a minute. Anybody who's here, you don't speak in tongues. Tongues is the voice of the Holy Spirit. Next without you. But I feel that. But you want to speak in the language of the Holy Spirit. The Lord says this week, fast and pray. About it. You know what? That this week, if you believe in the reality of the Holy Spirit, God is going to show himself to several people here. In your sleep, in your room, in your car, he will speak to you. But pick up one day, one day, if possible, three days, that you're going to fast. And all you're fasting about is, you know, I am giving room, I'm dropping the level of my flesh. I am uploading the level of, upgrading the level of my spirit. And therefore, Holy Spirit... The several years I've disengaged, I want to engage now, or for three days. It's a personal thing. You determine what the fast date is. You want to fast from morning to 12, it's up to you. You want to fast just liquids, it's up to you. You want to fast from morning to 6, it's up to you. But do some, I'm not going to declare a church fast. We're not going to come together and pray. Because then you will hide behind people and you will never be best. Is the mm. people who are hungry? Bible says the hungry has he filled, mm. but yeah. the rich he sent away empty. Mm. And I'm going to let you determine how hungry you are. Amen. Yeah. So I'm giving you a clue. You set a day aside that I'm fasting because I want to engage the Holy Spirit. Amen. Just pray. All you pray is, Lord, I want to know your Holy Spirit. I want to see your Holy Spirit. I want to see the manifestations of the Spirit Mm. in my life. Your presence, your gift, your power, your anointing. And see the difference. You will see next Sunday service will be super fantastic. Anointed and powerful. Miracle signs and wonders. Because you come with the Holy Spirit and I come with the Holy Spirit. It will be fireworks. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Put your hand on your heart. And pray with me. Father, 
I've had a taste. And I want more. I want more. I want more of your spirit. I want more, I want more of your anointing. I want more of your power. I want more of your presence. I want more of your gifts of the spirit. Fruits of the spirit. Help me to become a true Christian. Not a deceived Christian. Who despises the Holy Spirit. And now. I'm ready. I'm ready. Now if you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to surrender to Jesus Christ. Whether you are on Zoom. Zoomers. You'll be shocked that you will receive an Somebody on Zoom has just fallen under the power. And will get a testimony. The Holy Spirit has entered somebody's home. And the person just didn't know what he was. But you fell. God is telling you something. Let's all say, Almighty Father. Almighty Father. I accept you. I accept as my personal savior, as my personal and as my Lord, and as my Lord, forgive me, forgive me for disengaging, for disengaging disconnecting, disconnecting from the powerful Holy Spirit. From, Holy Spirit. from today, from today, I am partners with Him. I am partners in full communion, full communion with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit in Jesus' mighty in name. Jesus mighty Amen. Wow, weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on Zoom at meeting ID 934-809-4313 or in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.